Blog Talk Radio. In order to be free, you have to know the truth. Pastor Lionel Gant seeks to use the truth of God's word to help stop the tide of violence and mass incarceration used to enslave people all across this nation. Now, the word of truth by Pastor Lionel Gant. I am looking for freedom, looking for freedom, and Glory to God, glory to God. This is Pastor Lionel Gant coming to you from Atlanta, Georgia. Yes, and we're coming to you once again with nothing but the whole truth. Church of the Living God, we are living in some dynamic times right now. We're living in a day and age where we're literally seeing Bible prophecy fulfilling itself right before our eyes. Okay, now, now what we have to do as the body of Christ is we have to we have to be mindful of what our mission is, what it is that we are what it is that we are here in the earth to do. And there are many different missions that each and every one of us as individual children of the Most High God, we have different things that we, that we do. One, one, one person, you know, their, their, their ministry, they may be a prayer warrior. Their ministry is to pray for the body of Christ and to pray and uplift men and women of God everywhere. You know, I did a show once uh, some years back where we were talking about where we were talking about how important it is that we pray for our government, that we pray for those that are in charge, because because it affects our lives in so many ways. You know, uh, you know the laws that are being made now that are contrary to the word of God. Those those laws. Those laws are bringing iniquity, it's bringing the judge down upon us as a nation. So we have to pay attention to everything that's going on around us. And now we are facing the COVID virus, uh, there are fires on the West Coast, there have been flooding all across the, the East Coast, and uh, we are seeing, we are seeing, you know, destruction, mass destruction across the nation. And a lot of people, although that may not affect you directly, so you may not see it, but these things are actually happening, and they're happening in your lifetime. They're happening in your day and time. All right. This is the whole truth, nothing but the truth radio broadcast. Pastor Lionel comes to you live, and let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we come before you with thanksgiving. Father God, we come before you with praise. Father God, we come before you thanking you for this day, Lord, for this is a day which we have never seen before. So, Father God, right now we're asking that you begin to do a new thing in our lives. Father God, we're asking right now that you look down upon us, Lord, that you have mercy upon us, have mercy upon our families, have mercy upon our neighbors, our coworkers, all of those that we come in contact with on a daily basis. We ask, Heavenly Father, you begin to do a new thing in America, Lord. 
We ask that you begin to do a new thing in the hearts and the minds of the people, Lord. We're asking, O Heavenly Father, you begin to transform them, Lord, to change them, Lord, to bring them out of their captivity, Lord, and bring them into the salvation of the Lord. Father God, we give you all the honor. Lord God, we give you all the glory. Father God, we give you all the praise. In the name of your Son, Yeshua, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. And thank God. This is the whole truth and nothing but the truth radio broadcast. And I'm sorry, y'all. I'm going to come to you with nothing but the whole truth. You you got to look at where you are today. You got to you got to you got to line yourself up with the Bible and and and, and you got to fulfill the works of God. I didn't tell you to fulfill the works of man because the works of man, where well, you already got your reward, okay? If you're going to build your church, you're going to build your ministry based on the, on the teaching of man, on the denomination, the denomination. And when we say denomination, we actually saying demon nation, the denominations of men. You, you're building it up. You're building it up off of the, off of the knowledge of man, is not necessarily the knowledge of God. And right now at this point in time in life, I would not want to do anything that is contrary to the word of God. Now, no use in you trying to convince me that, well, uh, what is the Old Testament that they were living by? We are in the New Testament today. Well, everything that was derived in the New Testament My brother, my sister, it came from the Old Testament. The Word of God is the absolute Word of God. Whether you want to call it Old Testament or New Testament, you know, it is still the Word of God. All right. Now, now, I want to tell you about uh, today is being the 16th of October. And when you take those two numbers, the number one and the number six, and you add them together, it becomes the number seven, which is the number of God, which is a number which was based on in creation. Uh, God sanctified the seventh day, and he made it holy. And it has been holy ever since. You know, it has been holy ever since. It has not changed. In heaven, they are observing the seventh day. They are observing the Sabbath day. Uh, Why you are not observing the Sabbath day, you have to check your spirit. You have to check. You have to check your heart because that is the word of God. How are you going to obey, you know, Ten Commandments, but then you're going to reject one? That's not possible. All right, this is the whole truth, nothing but the truth radio broadcast. Uh, we got a lot of things that are going on right now. Uh, today being the 16th, being the seventh day, the seventh day. Uh, tomorrow is the 17th, and we're going to be having a Stop the Violence Atlanta event in Piedmont Park tomorrow, uh, beginning around 2.30, uh, ending around uh around 6.30, around 6 o'clock. 
And uh, we're going to have live entertainment there. Um, Demita, uh, a young, uh, Demita Bishop, a young soldier of the Lord, she has poured her heart into, you know, setting up this uh, Stop the Violence event. And uh, uh, she's just done an outstanding job. And look, we're asking everyone to come out. We're asking every church. We're asking every nonprofit. We're asking every business owner. We're asking you to come out and to bring the kids, to bring the, I'm sorry, to bring the children. And, uh, and, and let's have a good time. I mean, bring your coolers, bring your, your food to eat. We're not going to be cooking out there. So bring your, bring your food, uh, bring your coolers, bring your blanket, bring your folding lawn chairs, and, and enjoy yourself. What are we trying to achieve by hosting these Stop the Violence events, these festival events that we do? Well, let me tell you what it does. When we, when we, when we pray, when we pray, we're, we're sending that word out into the atmosphere to achieve or accomplish what we have sent it forth to accomplish. Okay, when we gather in the in in, in a festival like that, in the love festival, we're praising God and we are we are letting our voice be heard. When you get that many people together, and we are all single-mindedness, and we are all praying for the same end, which is to stop the violence, to stop all of this killing, to stop all of this abuse, to stop all of these things that are happening in our society today. You know, we 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 have to come together as one mind. Once we come as one mind and we send that out into the atmosphere, it begins to accomplish what we sent it forth to do. We're praying right now that not another one of our children die in these streets. We're praying right now that that that, that from the rest of this year, there'll be no more gun violence. There'll be no more shooting. There'll be no more killing. There'll be no more violence in our street. And we're binding it up. We're, we're operating in the spirit to bind that spirit up, to bind that, that killing spirit, that, that spirit of jealousy, that spirit of envy, that, that, spirit, that spirit of racism, anything that would we bring on that violent act. We are binding it up in the spirit, and we are casting it down, and we are casting it down. All right, this is the whole truth, nothing but the truth radio broadcast. Pastor Ryan Elgan coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia. And yep, we're coming to you once again with nothing but the whole truth. So we want you all to come out uh, to Piedmont Park tomorrow. Uh, Around 2 o'clock, if you try to get parking, you need to get out there early uh, to find somewhere to park. And we're going to, we're going to, we're going to rejoice in the Lord. We're going to, we're going to break the strongholds of the enemy. And we're going to tear down that, that, that spirit of violence that is in our community. This is the whole truth, nothing but the truth radio broadcast. Pastor Lionel Gant coming to you live. Yep, and we got to come to you with nothing but the whole truth. All right, today we're going to be back in the book of Jeremiah. Jeremiah 
chapter 32, uh, and we're going to be dealing with verse 37, okay? Uh, that's what we were dealing with the last time, and we're going to be dealing with that verse of Scripture again. But what I'm telling you about, you're going to find in this Scripture where, where, where what God wants us to be as when we're talking about the church, when we're talking about the body of Christ, when we're talking about when we're talking about us as mankind, he wants us to be of one heart. He wants us to be of one mind. He wants us to be united together in love, one for another. Because that's how he feels about us. You know, you know, I, I my 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 uh my dog my dog uh, had ten puppies. She had ten puppies, okay? And when those puppies were born, they were different colors. Uh, some of them took after their father, and others took after her. But there was no discrimination amongst those puppies based on the color of their fur, of their outer appearance. Why is it that we as mankind are so set against each other based on the color or the pigmentation of our skin when there's no difference between this man and that man? You know, we are all, you know, have the same, you know, ten fingers. We still have the same lung, liver, kidney. You know, pancreas, we still, all of us still have the same, you know, makeup, whether you come from China, whether you come from uh, Iran, Iraq, whether you come from uh, Central America, South America, whether you come from Canada, you know, we all have the same, you know, body makeup. We are all human beings. We all have the same capabilities of thought processes. We all need to eat and we all need to drink and we all need to breathe air. So we are all similar in those regards. But why is there so much racism? Why is there so much hatism? Why is there so much war and destruction based primarily on who you are, where you come from. We as a nation of people have to have to wake up and wisen up and realize that 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 we are the children of the most high God, that we were made in God's image. Now a lot of people they don't they don't like it when I preach this, when I preach that uh that we, you know, black Americans are the true descendants of Israel. We are the true Israelites. I mean, the Bible shows it. Uh, history shows it. I mean, we didn't know who we were when we were, when we came here newly, and we didn't know who we were uh, until that revelation was brought to our knowledge because God hid it from us. He said that, he said in his prophecy that if we that if our ancestors continued in that way, that he was going to scatter them throughout the world. 
and and that they they would no longer remember who they are. They would no longer know who they who they were. But at the but at the right time, God said that He will bring them back to their knowledge, and He will make them His people, and He will be their God. And this is what we're dealing with today. You know, in the book of Jeremiah, the thirty the thirty second chapter, um, you know, verse thirty six through uh, verse forty, I'm going to be sharing with you. I'm going to be sharing with you uh, those scriptures. And, and and I want you to pay close attention, you know, why why you may not care about who the real Israelites are, because yes, we're living in a time now where the gospel where the gospel is 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 is, is open to everyone, to the Jews and to the Gentiles, to, to the to to everyone. Everyone has the opportunity to be saved nowadays. Okay? The gospel is not just for the Israelites, but the gospel now is for everybody. You know, when Yahshua, when Jesus Christ died on the cross, he paid for he paid the sin debt for all mankind, for the sins of all mankind. You know, no matter who you are, black, white, Latino, Oriental, it makes no difference, Russian, Chinese, it doesn't matter where you come from or who you are, salvation is available for everyone. But that doesn't change the fact that God has made a covenant with his people, the children of the Most High God, the nation of Israel. God made a covenant with Israel. In fact, he made that covenant with us. And when we go into the book of Jeremiah today, it's going to prove to you exactly what we've been saying when I went over the book of, of uh, Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 68, where it says, yes, you all are going to go into slavery again. He said, but this time you're going to go into slavery by ship. And there's only one group of people that were taken into slavery by ship, and that was the black Americans. So you can argue about that all you want, but God has a special interest in his chosen people. Although, although salvation is for everybody, okay, salvation is for the Gentiles and the, and the Jews alike, but God has a particular interest in his children, in the nation of Israel. And the nation of Israel is not those people that are over there in Israel right now, which, which the book of Revelation explains to us that there will be impostors uh, trampling down the land until the coming of Jesus Christ. And that prophecy is being fulfilled right now. Go ahead. Look it up in your Bible. I mean, anything that Pastor Gant said to you, you, you are, look, you can go look it up, and, and, I, and, I, and I'm guaranteeing you I can take it to the bank because when you look up the Word, when you look it up in the Word of God, you go in the book of Revelation, and you go to the third chapter, and you read the third chapter, you're going to find out exactly what I'm telling you. Okay, now, now what we are facing now, we are living in Bible prophecy right now. Okay, I went over with you, uh, in, you know, in the uh, book of Genesis, I went over with you where Abram had to, 
had his talk with God, had his nightmare, and he woke up out of his nightmare, and, and God told him that, you know, know for assuredly that your descendants, meaning, meaning your children in a time for all, your descendants, they're going to go into captivity. They're going to be mistreated. They're going to be enslaved for 400 years. But the scripture said that, but after that 400 years, God would deliver them and God would bring them out. And we taught you that, you know, the first slave ships came to America in, six, in August of 1619. That means that August, that in August 2019, that marked the end of the 400 years that we were you know, subject to go through that prophecy. And now we're seeing we're seeing everything that God said he was going to do, we're seeing it being fulfilled right before our eyes. So if God pays attention to to that, you know, what are you going to do? You're going to call God prejudiced because he's looking after his people? And when you look at it, we're not interested in the skin tones of who the children of Israel are. What we are interested in is that is that God, these are God's chosen people, 12 tribes that were scattered throughout the earth, and they take on all different kinds of complexions. They look all different kinds of people, okay? But we are all the children of the Most High God, and God is gathering his people from the four corners of the earth as according to his word, all right? And this is what... This is what the Bible repeats to us time and time again. All right, let's go into the book of Jeremiah. Hope you're there in your Bible right now. I still preach out the Bible like, oh, <laughs> you, know, you know, everybody uses their phones and their iPads and their different devices now to preach from, but me, I still carry around my old Bible. <laughs> Glory to God. All right. Let us go inside the book of Jeremiah, chapter 32, and I'm going to begin reading at chapter uh, at chapter 32. I'm going to begin reading at uh, verse 36. Verse 36 is book of Jeremiah, chapter 32. It says, And now, therefore thus saith the Lord, the God of Israel, concerning this city, Whereof ye say, it shall be delivered into the hands of the king of Babylon by the sword and by the famine and by the pestilence. Uh, Notice those things. Okay, first of all, I want to share something with you just for your revelation. You know, the Bible was originally written in the language of Hebrew, okay, but it was translated into English, okay? And so by it being translated into England, in English, it, it doesn't use the names of God. It doesn't use, uh, you know, it, it, it has different pronunciation for different words. So when it says, now therefore thus saith the Lord, you know, it actually gives the name of Yah. It gives the name of God. It gives the name of God, but they didn't want to. Uh, they didn't want to, you know, be writing English and then then print the put the names in Hebrew, 
So they sacked, they sacked, they, they, uh, they, uh, they uh, used the word Lord. And you'll find the word Lord used several times in the Bible. But know that when they're talking about the Lord, or when they're mentioning God, they're mentioning the name of Yah, of Yahweh. Right. So it says, now therefore, thus said the Lord, the God of Israel, concerning this city, whereof ye say, it shall be delivered into the hand of the king of Babylon by the sword. All right. First of all, it is that, you know, that they're going to come against the city with the sword. They're going to come against the city with famine. And they're going to come against the city with pestilence. What we are going through right now in the United States, we are going through those things now. We've been, we were in war in Iran, I'm, I'm sorry, in Afghanistan for over 20 years. We had been in war in the, in the Middle East for many years. I participated in uh, Desert Storm in the Gulf War uh, uh, times. Uh, so we are literally living in Bible prophecy right now. And see, I want you to think about what is actually happening with the, with the West Coast being on fire, with all of the floods that happened, with all of the disasters that have been happening. That's pestilence. When you look at the, corona, the coronavirus, that's a plague in the nation. That's plaguing not just the nation, but plaguing the world. Okay, this is this is a man-made this is a man-made uh, biological weapon that has been unleashed on the whole world. And and that's what I'm going to say to you. You can argue this, or uh, you know this. You can argue this fact, but we got the pattern. We know when they made it. We know who made it, and we know that this is a. This is a man-made virus that has been unleashed on the world. All right, and and and, and that would fall in the category of pestilence, of pestilence. This is what it is. It's pestilence. It's causing people to die. It's messing up people's lifestyle. It's messing up everything. It's messing up everything. Okay. So 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 we so when you read the Bible. The Bible is not just a book about yesterday. The Bible is about, you know, right now, today. And it's about the future, what's getting ready to come to pass, right? So that's why I wanted to go back and read the 36th verse to you so you can understand that, yes, we are even living in these times now. All right, Jeremiah 32, verse 37. Remember this scripture. Write this scripture down, verse 37, okay? It says, Behold, I will gather them out of every country, whether I have driven them in mine anger. This is God saying that he's going to gather his children. See, y'all can't call God racist because God is gathering his children. And just the fact that a lot of us happen to be black, you know, you can't be mad at that. There's a lot of them that is Hispanic. There's a lot of them that are of other countries that, that are different from ours because, remember, there were 12 tribes and that those 12 tribes were scattered 
throughout the whole earth. But Judah, we were the main ones that were sent over here to the Americas, and that's where we are to this day, okay? And, and you know, they, they've done the DNA on the graves in Egypt, and they found out that that DNA matched only one people on the face of the earth, and that was black America. All right. We know who we are now. We know that we are the children of the Most High God. Now it's time for you to come back, to come out of your mindset of assimilation, to come out. Right now you have, been, you, you have, you have accepted a culture, you know, of, of American culture, a, a white man's culture, their culture that is not your own. You have you you have been assimilated to to this economy. You've been assimilated to this way of life, but this is not your way of life. You want to find your way of life, children of the Most High God. You need to go inside the Bible. You need to go inside the Word of God, and and, and you need to assimilate yourself. To the Word of God, you need to you need to 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 set yourself up like God. It was very difficult for me, Church of the Living God. Let me just tell you, you know, when God calls you into this ministry, you 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 know you don't have any choice about uh, what you're going to do or or how you're going to do it. You have to obey God, okay? And God gave me, called me as pastor of the Life in Christ Christian Ministries, and he designed that ministry as a total outreach ministry, a ministry that reaches out to the lost to, to, to bring them back to Christ, okay? Now, now when, when we're talking about a total outreach ministry, we, you know, what God was asking me to build was a church without walls, a church that was, that was reaching the people everywhere, that was reaching reaching the unreachable. That was reaching them from the from the guttermost all the way up to the uttermost. Okay, very difficult to do, very difficult to do. But God has opened the way. Who who would who would know that God? You know, when I was born, I was born in 1959. You know, how would I know that one day they would have you know cell phones and they would have computers and they would have internet and they would have online capabilities where you could be speaking to a person way in another country from the comfort of your home, where even like this radio broadcast that we're making right now because of corona and all that stuff, you know, we a lot of people are not actually going into the radio station. Right now I'm on my blog talk radio program and I'm doing this from the comfort of my own home. And I'm bringing, and I'm reaching out to millions of people from right here. So, 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 God is looking for us to pattern our ministries after the ministry of Jesus Christ. Where Jesus Christ didn't build not one church, you know, he didn't, he didn't, <laughs> he, he didn't, he didn't go in there to, uh, you know, to tear down the temple or, or to tear down the existing churches, you know. He built a church without walls. He met the people where the people gathered every day. They went from house, the apostles, they went from house to house building the church. When we talk about the church, we didn't have one, we didn't have, uh, uh, you know, 15 churches on one block. No, it was one church. It was one body of Christ. It was the church at Antioch. 
or it was the church at Corinthian. It was the whole body of Christ at that city. We would say that this would be the church of Atlanta where all of us would come together as one body and worship together and worship as one. Can you imagine, you know, like at this love fest that we're getting ready to have at this at this uh, Stop the Violence uh, for Atlanta event that we're getting ready to have right now, can you imagine that when all of us people come together and we all pray and we are all of the same heart and we're all of the same mind, the power of God that is going forth, we're going to we're going to change the whole state of Georgia by our prayers, by our by our unity, by us coming together. We're going to break that yoke of violence. We're going to break that yoke of murder. We're going to break that yoke of jealousy, of envy, of, of poverty that leads people to violence. We're going to break those yokes because we're coming together as one. All right, let me get down to it. It says, and behold, I will, 37 says, and behold, I will gather them out of all countries, whether I have driven them in my anger and in my fury and in great wrath, and I will bring them again unto this place. God said he's going to gather his people from everywhere that they were scattered. He remembers where they were scattered from, and he's going to bring them all back uh, next and I will cause them to dwell safely, meaning that God is going to bring his people back. He's going to gather them for the four corners of the earth, and he's going to make them dwell safely. All right, verse 38. And they shall be my people, and I will be their God, meaning that God is going to set things back in right order amongst his people, the children of Israel. He haven't forgotten about us, although Although because of the iniquities of our ancestors, because of the, our iniquities, we suffered this punishment for the last 400 years in this strange land, in this, in this so-called Americas, in the turtle land. You know, this, this was, these, these names that you see now were, were names that were given by our invaders, by those who invaded America. There were already... Israelites over here that were already black men and women here in the United States when they conquered the United States. They say that they discovered it. No, they didn't discover it. They came over here, and then once they got here, they decided to invade it because of the wealth of this great land. All right? So, so, so let's don't get history twisted. You know, America was not discovered. How can you discover a land that people are already here? Ships had already came here. People had already been here. Okay, so 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 we can't say that uh, that America was discovered. We have to say we have to tell the truth. America was invaded. Okay, all right. This is the whole truth, nothing but the truth radio broadcast. And I'm sorry. I I'm just gonna give you the whole truth. I'm not, you know, I'm not, I'm not hating on uh, white people. I'm not hating on, uh, you know, most of those people that were doing the things at that time. They were, you know, um, Italians or, 
from France or from Europe or, you know, they were from Portugal, you know, the the people that, the, the, the nations that participated in that cattle slavery, you know, those nations are all being punished right now. Those nations are all been going through things right now. Some of those nations, you don't even hear about them anymore because, the you know, because we are literally living in Bible prophecy, and the prophecies of God are, are taking place right before our eyes. While while a lot of you read prophecies and you read about the good things, and yeah, you're going to be the head and not the tail. You're going to be blessing your coming in, blessing your going out. You read all of the all of the great things, excuse me, that are going to happen, but you don't, but you don't. But you don't highlight on the on the woes that's attached to that. That if you don't if you don't obey God's will, if you don't if 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 you as a nation don't live up to the to the promise of the covenants of God, God said, and this is what's going to happen to you. If you and he's he's letting you know that if you don't continue in His Word, that these plagues, these pestilence, these sores are going to come against you, and they're going to plague you as a nation, and it's going to plague you, and then it's going to affect your children and your children's children and their children's children, okay, because you fail to, to walk in the covenant of God, all right? So you have to read the second part, too, you know, we often refer to the book of, of Deuteronomy, the 28th chapter, when we're making this argument that we are the descendants of the Most High God because we are the only ones that fit the description of Deuteronomy chapter 28. And right now you're going to see that we're the only ones that fit this description right here in the book of Matthew uh, chapter 32, verse 37 it says, Behold, God will gather his children, gather them from whatever country they've been scattered to. And then in 38, he said, And I will give them one heart. In verse 39, he said, God, God says he's going to give them one heart and one way that they may fear me forever. Black America, I will tell you, what is wrong with you? You have seen you have seen what God has done. You have seen what you've been through in this land. You've seen all of the all of the hanging, the lynching. The, you've seen you know we live with discrimination every day because we are we are black in America. We have seen discrimination. We live with it every day. It's not something that's imaginary. It, this is something that is real. When you walk inside of a restaurant, you know the way you are served is different. You know when you when you when you go to get your driver's license, when you go to do something simple as going to the hospital, you know you, you, the order in which you're cared for is different. We deal with we, we deal with forms of discrimination every day, and we see it every day, and yet. We still, you know, keeps our hearts up. We ain't out here hating nobody. We ain't out here killing nobody. We're not out here doing anything because we know 
that God got our back. We know that these things were brought down on us according to the scripture that we were going to have to suffer through these things. But now that after those 400 years, now we are coming into the grace of God. Now we're coming. Now God is gathering his people. Now God is getting ready to get his church out of here. Okay. We can, we can look for those clouds to part any day now. And, and the church will be caught up to meet God in the sky, to meet God in the sky, okay? And, and, and there's nothing that we can do to stop these changes, to stop these things that are coming to pass. The word of God must surely come to pass. And we are quickly approaching, you know, the rapture. We're quickly approaching the day when the church will be taken out of here, Okay. And then after that, we're going to see great tribulation. You're still going to have a chance to, to give your life to Christ, to give your life to the Lord, where you can come out of your iniquity. But you're going to have to die. You're going to have to suffer great things in doing that time. So we're asking you to come to the Lord now. Don't wait. Don't wait until the tribulation days. You know, come to the Lord now so that you may be caught up to meet him in the air, that, that, that you may live your life, you know, holy, acceptable unto God. All right. Something I was teaching you about last week, about the kingdom of God. You know, you know the, the Catholic Church and the Protestant Church that came over here, they came over here with a fallacy. They made heaven a place to what you like you're looking to go to in the glory, glory. But what Jesus Christ did, what John the Baptist did, if you follow their ministry, you'll see that they came preaching that the kingdom of God is here, that the kingdom of God is amongst men. That's what God was trying to do. He was trying to what was set up in 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 the in the paradise with with Adam and Eve where God's had, where God and heaven and man was in one union, where they were in one unity. That's what Jesus Christ put back. He put that back. What sin had divided and destroyed, Jesus Christ came and he set that back in right order. The kingdom of God is with men. We are in the kingdom of God right now. Through by the baptism of the Holy Spirit, we are one. Look at what it says here. Look at what it says here in verse 39. It says, and I will give them one heart. That's what God is trying to do with the church body today. You know, I don't care if you Methodist, Catholic, Pentecostal, Episcopalian, Lutheran. It makes no difference. God is trying to make his people of one heart of one heart. You have to be of one heart. You can't look at me because of the color of my skin or the pigmentation of my skin and judge me as as a child of God or, or if I'm not a child of God. That makes you not a child of God if you're going to judge me by the, by my appearance, by what I look like. I am a living spirit inside of a living body, you know, with all of the mental and emotional capabilities, you know, that makes my personality, you know. So I am a human being, a man just like you. So you can't judge me 
based on where I came from or who my mother was. You have to judge me according to my heart. The first thing God wants to do with us right now, with us America, is verse 39. And I will give them one heart. God wants to give us one heart. Okay, next thing, and one way. Okay, let's look at that. God wants to give us one way. There's only one way to God. And he had made it clear. It must be through his son, through Yahshua, through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. And no man can come into the Father except they come through by the Son. That's the way God set it up. That's the way it is. It's one way. God said he wants to give us one way to go, and that's, and that's in him. If we, if we continue in God, you know, I, I can guarantee you, you know, you're going to have something to eat every day. You're gonna have you you're gonna have a roof over your head, or or a place to stay. You're gonna you're gonna you're gonna you know God is gonna provide for you. It may not you may not have you may not be the richest thing in the world, or then again He may bless you with riches uncountable. But you you're going to have your basic necessities. You're going to have your basic needs. God is going to take care of you. You know, the word of God says that if God take care of the sparrows, you know, how much so he's going to take care of you and me. All right? So, 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 so there's only one way in this gospel, and God has made that way plain and clear. So now you need to get your life in order and line it up with the word of God. You need to line your life up with the word of God. You know, I mean, if it's not in the Bible, then you don't have any business doing it. If it was created by man, although it may seem good, you know, in the end is destruction. Go back to your Bible. Do what thus saith the Lord. Do model your church after the ministry of Jesus Christ. Model Model your family, your household, after the, the word of God, after, after the teachings of God. And you can't go wrong there. You can't go wrong there. Your children are going to be like mighty trees planted by the rivers of water. They're going to give forth their fruit in their deep season. They're going to be an honor for you instead of an embarrassment. Line yourself up with the word of God. Align yourself up with the word of God. You've been deceived into churchology, into churchism, and the institution of the church. Now it's time for you to come back, body of Christ, and be the church in the earth. Okay? You are the seasoning for the whole earth. If you come back and begin to be the church of the living God, you will, you will, you will clear these corners. You would, you, would, you would clean up a lot of this stuff. A lot of the people that are out there that are squung out on dope, squung out, squung out on, in this gang violence and all this stuff, they want to know the truth. They want to have a life with Christ. They want to live their lives holy and acceptable unto God. They don't like the way they're living. 
They don't like what they're doing. So you got to be the church. You got to be that vessel that reaches them out there where they are. You know, this love fest that we're having tomorrow on the 17th of October, we're having that love fest to, 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 to break the yokes, to send forth love where there's hatred, to send forth joy where there's sadness and despair. We're, we're sending out love. We're sending out the power of God to break every yoke. Right now, we dispatch the angels to go all throughout Georgia, to go everywhere, and we're going to be we're going to be we're going to be broadcasting this this event live via on our cell phones and through our other devices. We're going to be going live so that people will be able to see us all over the world what we're doing in Piedmont Park. We're breaking the yokes. We're breaking the yokes. We we are come we're doing spiritual battle against those spiritual forces that will take the lives that and, and we're doing this in October, which is domestic violence month, where we're setting aside the time to break that yoke. Because most of the violence that happens that goes unreported, it happens right behind our own doors. It happens right behind our own doors, ruining people's lives, ruining our lives. So right now we want to break that yoke. We want to break that shackle. We want to break those chains. And we want to see the people set free and delivered. All right. Tomorrow, 2.30, Piedmont Park, downtown in Atlanta. We need everybody to come out. Bring bring your children with you. It's going to be enjoyable. Bring your coolers, your drinks, and your food down. Bring your blankets down. Come on down with your lawn chairs. Sit down with us. Enjoy your evening, and let us spiritually break these yokes of murder that is on our communities. All right, this is the whole truth, nothing but the truth radio broadcast. We didn't get to voice. We didn't get to verse. Uh, excuse me. Uh, 40, um, but let, well, let us go ahead and do 40. We still got time. You know, verse 39, it says, and I will give them one heart and one way that they may fear me forever for the good of them and of, the, of their children after them. God was saying he was hoping that he was going to put the fear of God in us that we become one heart, that we that we acknowledge that there's one way, and that we become one way, and that and that and that that we that we forever fear God to the point that we will not disobey Him, we will reverence Him, and not only us, but then our children will continue in that light, and they will continue to reverence Him and to continue to be, you know, fearful of God and walking in the knowledge and the patience of God. All right. Verse, very important. And I will make an everlasting covenant with them. You see, God is not prejudiced because he's choosing black America. God is not prejudiced because he's choosing his children of Israel, all of the places where they were scattered to, in Jamaica and Haiti and in Europe and in England and in France. They were scattered everywhere. They were scattered everywhere, okay? 
God is going to gather his people back together. And it's because he, look what it says in verse 40, that he made an everlasting covenant with them. He made an everlasting covenant with his people. So although he has scattered them throughout the world, God is going to gather them back. And right now, the time that you're living in, you're living in the gathering time of God, when God is gathering his people from everywhere that they've been scattered, and he's unifying them and anointing them and identifying them as his children. All right. This is the Whole Truth, Nothing But the Truth radio broadcast. Pastor Lionel Gant coming to you. We got through a portion of the 40th 40, verse, and we're going to finish that on our next broadcast as we dissect the book of Jeremiah and uh, chapter 32. Uh, I ask you to go back and read the whole chapter, uh, read it in your, in your leisure time so that you can understand exactly what is going on. This is the whole truth, nothing but the truth radio broadcast. Pastor Lionel Gant coming to you. And I'm coming to you once again with nothing but the whole truth. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we pray that this word go forth, that we pray, O oh Heavenly Father, this word go forth and touch every heart, touch every mind. Bring us back in the spirit of oneness. Bring us back to your way, Lord, to walk in your way, Lord, in your way, in your truth, and in your life. Father God, we give you all the honor, we give you all the glory. Send forth this broadcast that it may save souls. In the name of Yahshua, your Son, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. And thank God. This is the whole truth, nothing but the truth radio broadcast. Pastor Lionel again. Peace and blessings.